too many Tic Tacs in the town. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the 3.38 starting time. Please welcome from Toronto, Ontario, Canada, Matthew Wiley. Play away, please. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if we. That wasn't a great pod, was it? You want to run it back? Podcast, podcast, Golflandia 209, I think. And I hope this is recording. It looks like it is. So we'll just go with that. Yep, it is. We're good. We're good. The sound engineer has verified that this podcast is working. And here we are. Podcast, Golflandia 209. Nathan, what was the uh, what was the statement today that Nut Medley is top-notch? We uh, went to Starbucks, and he was Nathan was trying to sell me on Starbucks oatmeal, and he goes, "I know it's more expensive, but the nut medley is top notch." And we both at the same time said, "Aren't there statements or phrases or words said consecutively that you say that no other human in existence on the seven billion years on this planet has ever put those words consecutively?" The nut medley is top notch has got to be a solo act, right? Okay. Speaking of solo act, podcast is solo today because much of this content has been covered for the Dell. It's not a standard tournament. It starts tomorrow. Um, What else can you say? There's a trillion podcasts out there and the NHL big 100K is tonight. Everyone's focused on that which I was until, let's see, the Blues scored nine goals in four minutes, it appears. And to Dell, who cares? Right? I mean, what else is, what is this podcast going to give you between now and tomorrow that's going to give you ammo to help you win money? More on that in a second. Secondly, my phone is dead. Charger. Cheers. Cheers. The charger argument, those big box superchargers from Apple, which you don't get anymore, you have to find them or own, just buy them, but they charge your phone in about 10 minutes. I bought four for my family, two for my kids, wife, myself. They are responsible for their own chargers. Someone ripped mine off inside my house. And so I had to sit down with each member of the family in separate rooms. And I said, you all, you, all of you can be honest about this right now. Just come clean. If you want to rat out your sister, now's the time to do it. I said, here's a notepad. You tell me who took the charger. My oldest goes, it's in your backpack, you idiot. <laughs> it was. Just a test, children, only a test. So I am the guest star, star guest on my podcast, brought to you by Starbucks Oatmeal. This nut medley is top-notch. And by Ponderosa, grab your big meaty paws and a barrel-cut steak. 
You weren't here yet last week for the meaty pause. You know what I mean by meaty pause. Every damn time. Let me just move you out of the way with my big meaty paws. Okay. I'm fine. You probably should eat less steak, you red-faced giant man. With <laughs> What's the disease you get if you eat too much meat? The gout. Gout hands. Thank you, gout hands. Maybe have a plant-based diet. I'm on week two of a plant-based diet, and I feel great. I'm finally getting blood to my cranium. I can see. I'm on eight pounds less, feel better. What, have I had 17 apples today? It's a miserable existence. All right, what did we learn last week? I, for one, am done with the Florida swing. I am done, perhaps, with Florida. Horrific swing. It's extremely difficult, unpredictable. Innisbrook, is it kind of boring? Yes. Was it supposed to be way more difficult? Of course. It wasn't. Is Morikawa good on 109 slope courses with no fans during pot, during COVID in perfect weather? See the Open Championship? Maybe. Will I ever get roped into 28% Molinari again for myself? Likely. Is Cam Smith the best golfer on earth? Probably. I mean, the AMPM waves enough at the players. The unfairness of that evil event was enough. Saturday wind, absolute ejections at the players. Five, six-day tournament. I drive me off the road. I'm done. And what was that... What was that tweet from a comedian in New York, Mike Racine? I got to pull up that segment at some point and just share it on Twitter. He said he Googles things. What did he say? He Googles things while he's driving. While he's driving. He doesn't, he doesn't text and drive. He Googles and drives useless information. And he said, at some point, I'm going to flip my car And they're going to peel my lifeless corpse off the sidewalk and look at my phone and say, what is it that he could not wait till he got home to search? And it's going to be Little Bow Wow's net worth. (laughs) Or how old is Larry Bird? Which is so relatable. Because I will Google on the way home. Nut medley is top notch to see if there's a website somewhere that said it before. But DFS Golf, talking about the players, is is Keno. Like Josh Slepko at Circling the Drain said on a previous podcast, in, unlike in other sports, NHL, to for example, NFL Showdown, another one, you don't get if A, then not B statements in golf, i.e., if Detroit won, line one scores, Zadina, uh, Raymond, and Larkin score tonight, likely, and Volano scores, likely Detroit two will not. And the Philadelphia goalie, as a result, is probably a bad play. If Pat Perez gets seven birdies in a row, okay, great stuff. What's the counter to that? There's not. 
It's just number ball number 65 in the Keno machine happened to drop out of your pick 12. That's it. Until this week, the Dell, which I was pretty sour on content this week until I thought, you know what? It's the only week in golf where you get to have some leverage with rules if you max a, a GPP, 150 lineups, or even less. But you can create rules to gain leverage because you know where people are going to go with rules. At least one guy from each region, no more than two from a pod of eight. Okay. One thing Pat Mayo talked about in his podcast, I heard secondhand, was that last year only 50% of teams had zero or one player make it to... This is a terrible statistic that I've completely blown. But basically, 50% of teams had zero or one players make it to the Elite Eight. Meaning that half of the field in a GPP only had zero or one players make it through to the final eight. So their their premise was, and I can't validate those stats, but the premise was lock, a, lock one pod of eight. <clears throat> so you at least get one through. I'm not sure I would ever do that, but it's an interesting strategy because that is what you're doing when you get these le- these these sort of rules driven leverage situations. Is you're saying, okay, what's the field going to do, and what can I do to counter that? It, I mean, you can get ownership in golf week to week, but you still have no clue what's going to. Ha- I mean, it's still player dependent, and a lot of this other stuff sometimes is not player dependent. And by the way, speaking of, if you really want to start mind-bending on odds and, and how, how different odds change, if you don't, I was watching randomly the movie 21 with Kevin Spacey about card counting, which is pretty cool. Blackjack Vegas card counting. But they also talked about the game show theory, Monty Hall theory, about three doors one, two, and three. One, one door has a car behind it. The other two have goats. You pick door one. Monty reveals door three and says, there's a goat behind door three. You pick door one. Do you want to change your pick? And the answer to that question from an odds perspective is always yes. Because it's not 50-50 at that point. You actually have a 66% chance of getting it right. Why? Well, Monty knows where the car is. He's not a random pick. So if it's not, if he can't reveal yours, it's, it's, it's either in yours or two and three, but he knows. So he picked three for a reason. He picked three because he knew the car wasn't there. So it's either in two or yours, but it increases the odds to two-thirds. About, no, <laughs> number two. I tried to explain this to someone today. Yeah, no, it doesn't. No, you you shift the two thirds odds from two and three into only two, yeah. and it's and it's it's fascinating how it comes out because he has new he has information he knows where it is. If he knows it's behind two, he can only pick three. If he knows it's behind one, he can pick two or three. But it increases the odds. But it's crazy how these fractional changes with new information and the ability to change rules 
in a build changes your odds significantly. Unless you play 28% of Franco Molinari and he's plus 10. And you're done. There you go. There's 50, 50 of your lineups just burnt. Dead. <clears throat> At Al. But this week's an entirely different animal because match play is so different. And if you look at some of the best match play players, look at, I mean, no one's talking about Ian Poulter. He's one of the best ever. And as a PGA professional told me, Kevin Kisner is the American version of Ian Poulter. No one wants to play Ian Poulter, or sorry, Kevin Kisner, in one of their Tuesday or early week friendly gambling games. He'll gut you. And so, you know, Taylor Gooch, chalk, JT, chalk, but you can wipe out bad holes. This isn't stroke play. So if you go a quad on a hole one, it's fine. You write it off, you go to the next one. But there's some of these guys that have so much skill and savvy, both from a gameplay and then a mental play here and experience that they can just go out and beat you and not worry that they don't drive at 350. So I don't have any answers as to who's going to... I mean, I could... I could I, I probably will lock or near lock one or two regions and then sprinkle the rest and hope for the best. If I had to... If, if gun to head, I, ha, I, I would say that there are two or three people I'd focus on to get into the final four. And then knowing what the field likes for ownership, which is Xander Shoffley. Xander Shoffley's in a group seven against Kenyana and Herbert, but Finau. Now, Finau hasn't been playing well, but Finau has explosion holes, which don't matter as much in match play. Finau grew up in Utah taking people's money. I mean, Finau's... Look at him at the Ryder Cup. Is that someone with that skill set you want to play in match play? I mean, what can Finau not do? His best attributes are his short game. And he's he never changes mentality. So that one was surprising to me. You want leverage? There you go. Make a rule about Finau over Xander. And you got JT. JT is in the Kisner spot. You know, it's like, you think he just, and he's 17% projected? You think he comes out of that bracket against Kevin Kisner? You think Kevin Kisner's going to lay down because it's JT? Kisner will gut anyone. So, you know, it's just a different mentality this week. Scheffler-Poulter, they paired those two up. I love Scheffler. Scheffler's another one that players talk about that you just do not want to play in games one-on-one. And Poulter, you know his track record in match play. It's immaculate. Jill Hatton in that in that region. Billy Horschel, he's got Minu Lee, Peters, Hoagie. I mean, I think Rom maybe a little underlooked. DJ, perhaps? I mean, Rom Kepka DJ? Wow. Kepka Rom matchup? That'd be cool. 
that the first region, if you call that the first region with ROM in it, has the most sort of question marks for me. Lowry, would you want to play him heads up? No. Kepka, he'll kill you. Homa, he's a killer. DJ's playing better. Rom. I mean, I understand why Gooch is the top chalk down there because, because Bryson, there's so many question marks. Richard Bland and Lee Westwood. I mean, Lee Westwood may be the leverage down there. He's a crafty grinder. He has a ton of experience. And then the other side is, you know, the Morikawa region. I'm not huge on Colin Morikawa. Him chipping and pitching the ball last week was not something that was a lot of fun to see. So that's that. If I were to pick one player out of this to win it all, I'd say Kisner. And he's still at 70-1. to one. Someone had a, 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 the odds for Justin Thomas getting out of his own group, which was plus 165, and then to win the whole bracket in his region to get to the final four was plus 225. That's not a big difference. So I guess the logic is that Thomas is facing his toughest test in his own group six, which, but, you know, whatever. This thing starts tomorrow, and I just realized that, let's see, an hour ago. So we better get moving on it. That's, I mean, that's, that's it for a podcast this week. Not a ton of content. Busy week. Thought I would just do one. I mean, everything else has been covered. Who, who's good in match play? Who has favorite plays? Just do your thing. But take what the take what the world is probably going to do, and I know it's very difficult. It's like playing Ottawa one in the NHL. As much as that hurts to do, at three percent ownership, or Tampa Bay two, at three percent ownership, you, you just try not to magnetize yourself to the chalk. Like Xander's the big one here, if he's projected to go where he is at twenty three percent. Xander Gooch. Gooch makes sense because his bracket is, his pod is pretty weak, in quotes. None of these are weak golfers, but from a, you know, Bryson Bland and Westwood, you know, it makes sense to play Gooch, but I'd probably play Westwood. But Xander's the big one. If you can avoid that, or, you know, you never know what happens. That's it. Quick, random pod, and we're off. Thanks to our sponsor, Starbucks Oatmeal. Grab yourself a nut medley. It's top notch. Meaty paws from Ponderosa. Brickle eye cream. Trident. Planters peanuts, salted. Cocktail only. Huh? Kevin Spacey's not, well, what we know about him now is makes it not great, right? Plus, he's always around students and stuff. It's just, it's not, it's not the best. And the, the you could condense that Twenty One movie into about five minutes. Yeah. You knew the plot from start to finish. And the weird teacher screws you. Shocker. And then you you double reverse him in the end. That's fine. But the game show theory, 
I didn't explain it well enough because it will warp your mind. But the fact that the announcer who knows the location of the car, it's not at random, chooses door three to reveal means he knows something about door two. And so you must switch. If you have door one, he reveals door three, there's a goat. You have to switch to door two. You have to. You have 66% chance versus 33% when you started. And so there you go. There's DFS. And that is DFS. Maybe take a trip into the underground. All right, I'll talk to you later.
Tiger Woods, y'all. Hello.